as someone that is new to investing, this is a very helpful platform to help me grow my knowledge. Keep up the good work. Awesome podcast. Very informative. I love this podcast. It's the Jamaica Stock Exchange and You podcast. A production of the Jamaica Stock Exchange in partnership with Hanika Watkins Porter of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Join us every Monday at 6 a.m. for a new episode. Your path to understanding wealth starts now. another episode of the Jamaica Stock Exchange and You podcast, and I am your host, Henneke Watkiss Porter. The Jamaica Stock Exchange and You is brought to you by NCB Capital Markets. Deciding to secure your financial well-being is one of the most important decisions you'll ever make. You don't have to be a financial expert to do it. You need to know a few basics from you know, form a plan and be ready to stick with it. While there is no guarantee that you make money from your investments, if you get the fact about saving an investment and follow through with an intelligent plan, you should be able to gain financial security over the years and enjoy the benefits of managing your money. One critical part of the investment puzzle is an understanding of earning season. And we've invited research manager at NCB Capital Markets to come and share with us. And she is Jamila Jalal Walikram. And she's going to be providing insight into what exactly earning season is and why investors should care. Welcome, Jamila. Thank you, Henico. It's nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And I'm really looking forward to this because as part of some investment groups, this is a big one that I hear people talking about all the time. And it's what's called earning season. Now, what exactly is earning season? Okay, so earning season is really the period over which companies that are listed on the stock exchange release their financial statements. So these financial statements will vary depending on the company's financial year, but each company usually has four quarters and they would release quarterly information, so Q1, Q2, Q3, and then in the final quarter, which by that time they would have finished their full year, they would release their annual information. So for the 12 months that they would have been operating over. So mm -hmm. that is really what the season is. So what is released is uh, their financial statements, which would include their income statement that would show their profitability, their cash flow statement, which from that you can assess their uh basically their cash flow, how liquid they are, where the money is going, where the money is, the cash is coming from. And uh, they have the balance sheet, which shows the asset position. What is their asset? What is their liability? And what is their equity as at that point in time? So mm -hmm. if we're looking at, say, the March season, then it would be as at the end of March. If that's the end of their first quarter, for instance, as at end of March, uh, that's really the gist of it. So why it's important is that all of that information 
is what an investor needs to assess how the company is performing. And along with those quarterly releases in terms of financial statements, the company would have a, a short management discussion that gives some color as to what would, uh, would have led to the performances. So what drove revenues? What drove the operating expenses? What drove the overall uh, net profit for the company? or what would have impacted the improvement in their equity position, or what would have impacted the reduction or overall asset um, position, et cetera. So it is with that that the investor is able to, to see whether or not the company is uh, performing as expected, because as an investor, if you, if you decide to invest in a company, you would have uh, an outlook for the company beforehand. So especially with this environment where you had uh, uh, sectors such as the tourism sector, uh, transportation sector, the entertainment sector, which would have been very adversely impacted in the last two years because of the restrictions implemented to combat the effects of um, the pandemic, then uh, those companies would have seen uh, negative performances throughout those two years. So a lot of the companies were would have had losses, net losses, for instance, being shown on their income statement. So a Nuts Foot Express would have been in um, a loss position. A uh, Express Catering, which is tied to the tourism industry or hospitality sector. And uh, uh, Trans Jamaica, for example, they would have seen losses in like 2020. However, with the removal, for instance, of the restrictions, uh, you would expect that know that the consumers have access to uh, travel to different spaces. We have uh, travel bans being lifted and people are coming into the country. So tourism is expected to increase. These uh, sectors are supposed to reflect that improvement now. So that would have been the expectation coming into the previous earnings season. So when you open these uh, financial statements that are released during earnings season, you would check these against your expectations to see how has the company performed in relation to this. So using the same examples that I would have just mentioned, when you looked at the previous earnings season for Nuts for the Express, for Express Catering, for Trans Jamaica, you would have realized that the factors that were impacting them negatively, which were now removed or reduced, now the companies are actually performing better. So Nuts for the Express would have moved from a position of uh, net loss to a net profit in the last earning season, which is the March period that we're talking about. Uh, Express Caton would have also moved from a negative per, um, position, net loss to a positive position. And Trans Jamaica, which would have started improving from last year with, because restrictions were gradually reduced last year, now they're actually seeing motorist activity along the highway that has actually surpassed their pre-pandemic position of 2019 in this year of uh, March and February. So from just looking at the financials and the management discussion, you're able to gather what the current situation is as well as the management discussion sometimes provides information as to what is expected by you yourself can also look so say the management has indicated plans for expansion 
or they're facing situations as it relates to cost efficiency. So right now in this environment where we have elevated issues in terms of supply chain challenges coming out of the pandemic, as well as impacts from high inflation because of political ten geopolitical tension which has led to you know rising fuel prices as well as shortages as released other commodities like wheat etc then it reaches a point where you expect these companies that are now seeing increased costs direct costs to implement some sort of cost efficiency measures or you yourself can look at their their balance sheet to see what is their inventory position like is the case that they have increased their inventory um, holdings to reduce the impact that these supply challenges could have on them getting access to the different um, materials that they need or having the products available so that they can meet the demand that is to come. So those are things that you'll be able to get from looking at those financial statements and then make your assessment of whether or not you believe that these companies will continue to continue to perform well throughout the rest of the year and the years to come based on both what you're seeing in the financials as well as the expectations for the industry as well as what management has said is your strategy um, to grow the company or to improve its performance. Wow, that's a mouthful. Thank you so much for that, Jamila. No, you've basically said that earnings season really is important because it, it helps the investor to make um, decisions. You know, um, should I hold, should I buy, should I sell, whatever. I mean, essentially, that, it, that that's what it is, particularly as it relates to stocks. No, no. Without paying attention, and I'm just going to go because I like to be as transparent as possible. Like there were some stocks that were doing well ahead of um, that reporting season that ended in March. So the the season of April, those weeks, April into mid-May, right, was, was, was when that the impact of your buying decision. So whether you decided to buy some stocks, you know, or sell, then you would have, you would have seen the impacts based on the season or the reporting period that ended, um, the quarter that ended in March. No, there were some stocks doing really well before that, and then in the middle of earnings season, I made a decision without paying full attention, made a decision to buy some stocks for to be held as you know part of my short term portfolio. Well, lo and behold immediately that that the close of day the close of trading day i saw that portfolio turn red immediately and these were stocks that were doing so like everybody was excited about it and so on like yeah let me let, let me jump onto the vibe and it didn't serve me well at all right now i have to hold them longer than i intended because they're still in the red i mean they were 14 percent in the red up to to recently and it dropped to 10 percent. so i'm watching it you know recover what are some of the things that we look for really that would help us uh, or prevent us from making those mistakes that I made? In that situation where you said that probably the results would have showed maybe a drop in the, the profit and so probably investors reacted and so sold the stocks and so the price fell off. Mm -hmm. You can't look at it in a short term way like that, even if in other investors are selling it. You have to assess the value of the company 
um, for over the long-term period and see if they, you see benefits or you see it being attractive. Because that stock right now, if that is deemed as a value stock where the price is currently low, but it is a stock that is supposed to work, be worth higher than that, then you are now in a position to gain when it recovers. So what investors have to do is to ensure that they are investing in companies that are fundamentally strong. So even if the profit fell off, so the profit could have fallen off um, for one of those companies, hypothetical, um, say it's a manufacturing stock. Uh, currently, manufacturing companies are facing higher costs because of higher inflation and supply chain challenges. And uh, so if they're not uh, passing on all of those higher costs to consumers, then it could hit their profit margins or compress them and let them become lower. Mm -hmm. However, if you see where management has indicated that they are putting in measures to counter the impacts that the supply chain challenges are having on the business, then that is something that you would expect to yield benefits in the future where you should see the reduction in the costs. Also, if the management is indicating that, for instance, they are going to try to grow the top line, the revenues, by expanding into new markets or increasing exports, etc., or into uh, niche markets, then those would add to factors that you have to think about in deciding whether you're going to hold that bond until it recovers. So it's not just taking the financial position or the financial releases as that in that situation you have to look at the whole picture the corporate strategy of the company and so its outlook and um, the, the outlook for the industry for instance so it could be a, a construction related sector stock right now the construction industry is is booming has been booming and is expected to continue to boom especially with what's with support from the real estate sector so if you have a strong outlook for the for the sector as well, and you think the company is well positioned to benefit from this in the future, then you would factor that into deciding whether or not to hold, because then you would, would expect that their profitability would improve in coming seasons. So it's not just taking it and reacting with the market as well. You have to look at it from a fundamental view which means that you're looking at the overall worth or value in the company by assessing different factors so one the economic variables so where growth is heading for the country um, employment etc which would impact the consumer demand for those products etc you would look at the industry outlook which would impact the company and then you look at the company's strategy and plans to improve itself um, in making a decision to hold, buy, sell. All right, good, fair enough, fair enough. So, it from the period and um, the reporting period for and that which ended in um, for the quarter March, because that's what we we're focusing on. What are some of the trends that you'd like to share with us that you would have seen in uh, a lot of the sectors? We would have seen where there are competing forces. So right now, the 
world and Jamaica is in the economic recovery stage. So you see where the companies are benefiting from the increased demand and from employment and um, the reopening and so increasing commercial activity, etc. But at the same time, there are opposing factors or headwinds from the current high inflation, high interest rate environment. So for the financial sector, for instance, we saw where there were diverse results um, for this sector, depending on the portfolio composition for some of these companies. So you would have had some companies that would have seen improvement in profitability because they would have seen increased trading gains and increased um, net interest um, income and improvement in the fair value of their investments on the books. And then on the other hand, you would have some companies that would have, uh, it would have been the, neg the reverse for them where there would have been a fall off in trading gains and other factors. So they, you have some that would have been improved in terms of profitability and some that would have seen a fall off because the volatility that the type of environment in terms of interest rate has created for um, investments, especially, especially uh, fixed income securities, such as bonds, which have an inverse relationship. So if interest rates are rising, the prices are of the bonds or the value of the bond is falling off, then that is negatively impacting some of these companies, which are primarily fixed income um, investors. So it was a, a mixture depending on like, their portfolio composition. Um, what we would have also seen is that uh, there have been companies that have returned to their pre-pandemic level. And so in terms of um, profitability, and so some of the multiples and the prices have returned to their pre-pandemic levels, but then there are others that have not returned. So investors have reacted um, positively to the improvement in the performance of some companies. And so you'd have seen a, an increase in their stock prices um, on the other on the hand where there would have been a decline in the performance, profitability, then investors would have reacted negatively. And so you'd have seen a decline in the price. Um, but even though, that's going back to what I was saying earlier, even though you have a fall off in some of the prices of some of these financial stocks, some of them are value stocks in that while the price is currently low and below the pre-pandemic level, once some um, the market recovers in terms of uh, the stock market is back to performing um, to at its pre-pandemic level and uh, fixed income markets are not being as impacted by uh, market, um, the increase in market um, interest rates, then you would, ex and the companies are also putting in measures to combat the current environment, like changing their investment strategies, as well as the, the, using strategic uh, measures to find other ways to improve revenues, then these company stocks are going to improve in the future. So if even if it performed negatively right now or in the previous um, earnings season, it doesn't mean that this is a bad stock. You have to look at the value in the company. Uh, we have also seen where with the manufacturing and distribution um, companies or stocks, I mean, this, this sector would have been performing uh, um, positively from throughout pa the pandemic, really. And uh, a lot of the companies have maintained that performance. 
um, but we've seen where the overall earnings would have softened a bit in the last earning season because of what I would have mentioned earlier, which is the higher costs that they're facing because of the global situations going on that's driving up their direct costs. So those are some of the trends coming out of um, the previous earnings season. And what can we expect to see coming? Um, put it on your crystal ball right now, right? Look in your crystal <laughs> ball. <laughs> what can we expect to see for that period um, that coming up ending June? Well, I honestly believe it will be a similar situation where you continue to see a diverse financial performances in specific sectors, just because it depends on how the company is positioning itself um, to counter the challenges it's facing or to find opportunities within the challenges. So uh, you, I expect that within the financial sector, you know, companies are going to still be um, seeing some significant risk from the increasing interest rate environment, which is going to negative or has been. You've seen where bond prices have been falling off. So they're going to see some losses there. But this could likely be countered by some of the gains from the equity side of the market where companies release uh, financials that show the impact of the recovery on their performance. And so that with better corporate profits, you'd see some of the stock prices going up, which would cause trading gains for some of the some of the investment dealers. Um, you would all I expect to also see some benefits from uh, for the financial companies from the new listings that are in the market. So we've seen where there have been a few IPOs since the start of the year, and those um, IPOs would have been oversubscribed and those stocks have appreciated significantly. So depending on how they would have positioned themselves, then they should see gains from that. And we expect, and I expect that in uh, the rest of the year, there'll be additional um, listings because with the continuing recovery, investors are seeing where are expecting that the profitability of companies are going to improve, and so they're going to be looking to benefit from that improvement. And so the environment is now somewhat good, um, depending on the sector that the company might fall in uh, for new listings. And so investors will continue to gravitate towards that. However, how successful some of those um, listings will be will depend on really the size, because given the tightening in the market currently to counter the interest rate environment, which we see where the, the Bank of Jamaica is using its defixed auctions where it's, it sells USD to absorb JMD liquidity, then that causes a tight market or less JMD liquidity. And so for instance, you'd have seen where the smaller IPOs, the the fiberglass, um, et cetera, they would have a over, had mm -hmm. over subscription, but yeah, with, the, yeah, with um, even with dollar recently, mm -hmm. Um, but with the APO, KPV's APO, which was a larger transaction, um, billions, then you saw where, yes, they would have met their target, initial target, which was, I think, like 1.55 billion. But they weren't able to upsize to the 2.25 that they would have had given themselves the room to because the demand wasn't there like the smaller transaction as the liquidity is not in the market to support such some large transactions. So that's something that investors have to factor in as well in terms of um, future listings mm -hmm. in this type of environment. 
Mm, good uh, point. Also, good point right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I also expect where the other sectors that I would have mentioned that are expected to continue to to benefit from the reopening. So transportation, tourism, um, entertainment. Those are stocks that our companies are expect to see continued profitability from in the rest of the quarters coming just by virtue of coming from that low base where they weren't getting as much customers last year, but now everywhere is open now. So they're having increased demand for their services offered. So those are some of the expectations uh, in the upcoming sector, uh, upcoming quarters. Okay. All right. And as we are about to wrap our conversation, Jamilio, um, your final thoughts as well as how might persons reach out to you yeah, I would say that investors should ensure that they actually pay attention to when companies release their financials to look at how they're performing and uh, to look at what management is saying about expectations and strategies being implemented so that they can gauge how are the outlook for the company and how they expect them to perform in the future because you have to not just look at the current position but the expected position as well and to combine what you're seeing in the financials and what you're seeing from management with what you're seeing happening in the economy and what you're seeing happening in industries to make an overall expectation or decision in terms of if you're going to buy sell or hold um, that's what i would really say so it's not a individual uh, factor that you can you should base your decisions solely on but you should make sure it's a comprehensive decision that you're making that is uh, basically sticking to the fundamental that the company has to offer okay and how they um, persons get in touch with you well persons can reach me on uh, instagram at the very long name so it's all of my name uh j-a-m-e-l-i-a j-a-l-a-a-l-w-a-l-i-k-r-a-a-m yes and believe me guys it it it's not as hard to pronounce as it sounds as Jalal Walikram, right? It's it's easy, believe me. Yes. Just look at it. It's pronounced exactly as it's written. So no yeah, no, no um hidden stuff going on there, you know? Yes. I'm happy to hear you say that because people usually just look at it and get daunted, but no. Yeah, no, it's like when I saw it first, I was like, okay, so like you know let me do this. Like and sometimes I think we don't take the time to appreciate people and their names and, and we don't take the time to, you know, really pronounce people's name correctly and know what their name, um, how their name should be pronounced and stuff. So it's exactly as it as it looks, as it sounds. Thank you, Jamilio. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Henneko. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And I have been talking with Jamilio Jalal Walikram. She is research manager at NCB Capital Markets. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Jamaica Stock Exchange and You podcast. Of course, a podcast of the Jamaica Stock Exchange and We rely on your support to make this podcast grow. So please, if you hear this and it's informative to you, if it's beneficial in any way, then don't just keep it to yourself, you know, share it with somebody else so that they too can benefit. Um, I believe it augurs well when we have a, a society that is financially literate and this is one step in that direction, right? So please share it. Don't keep it to yourself. 
And know that the Jamaica Stock Exchange and you was brought to you by NCB Capital Market. It was so insightful to hear Jamelia speak about earnings season and why it's important for investors, you know, to make the decision, make buying decisions or whether you're going to sell or hold or whatever it is. It is so important as you assess during that period the financial reports coming out of these companies that are of interest to you. And maybe they're not um, of interest to you right now, but based on your own evaluation, then they may become interest. Um, you may become interested in them and, and, and want to invest. So earnings season is a good time to just evaluate and assess these companies as to where they are now and where they are going in the future. So what's important for you from this episode? I'd like to hear it, you know, please send us your feedback at podcast.jamstockx.com or on social media at jamstockx. In the meantime, follow this podcast, you know, you know, the whole algorithm thing. All right. So you follow and you tell others that oh this is a this is interesting and so they too want to to come and join because they're fearful of missing out no i'm not encouraging former here but i'm just saying this is former for the right reason so yes i'm actually encouraging former for this reason the jamaica stock exchange and you is produced by henneke watkins potter of the entrepreneur you podcast and you can find more at henneke to hear leadership and entrepreneurship lessons from guests like Les Brown, Richard Ransom, Zachary Harding, Dr. Marcia Forbes, Dr. Marlene Street Forest, Seth Golding, and a whole long list of others. And right now, you know, I've just been looking to companies and, and, and experts who are from the financial sector. So that's what I'm promoting right now. I'm here for it, right? That's all for now. Until next week, remember, as Warren Buffett says, rule number one, don't lose money. Rule number two, don't forget. Rule number one, two, take care.